And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. No, I'm telling you, I can relate to these folks. And they're always, you know, uh, anyway, I don't want to, because uh, whatever I say ends up, you know, being a drop. Yeah, but I'm not saying, I mean, you're not, I mean. Uh, I, I talked to one athlete once, and he said that it, it, he, it, two or three years after it happened, he was still feeling. Can I, I, don't, I mean, it's like having a fit. I just don't know how to not eat the popcorn. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm holding it. I'm hanging in there, I guess. Uh, I don't know whether it worked. I think you got to see it for a few years before you really draw that conclusion. I would like to. And I, I think I mean, there's a lot of our listeners out there who don't like cheaters either. What are you doing? Well, we'll see if it happens. I, 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 I don't... If you're... I, my daughter lives in Minnesota. All right, Gordon's List brought to you each and every week by our friends at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Go hang out with those guys. Gordon, where are we starting? Well, it's Memorial Day weekend. Okay. About to be. So we want to emphasize that with everybody. The great thing about Memorial Day weekend is that it has some meaning behind it. You know? It does. Honor those who have gone before us, those who have served the country, those who have, uh, whoever's important to you who has uh, moved on. And, uh, and, and, and then you have the benefit of having a terrific weekend where you can have a barbecue and have a great time, too. So it has some meaning, but it has a lot of fun behind it, too. Yeah, love it. You doing anything fun? I'm probably going to have a barbecue, imagine. Have, uh, the, have the clan over? Yeah, I suppose so. Do you know that Memorial Day, I don't know this for a fact, but I had heard that it used to be called Deck, deck uh, what was it called? Uh, decoration Day or something like that? Hmm. Never heard that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so we want to wish everybody a, a happy Absolutely. Memorial Day. Uh, make it uh, meaningful for you and uh, have lots of fun. What are you doing? Uh, well, one more note on that one. If you're traveling somewhere to get there, or yeah. to get there mm, safely, safe. please. Be right. safe out there on the roads and Indeed. all that stuff. Uh, since we went out of town last weekend, we're, we're not doing anything all that special. We're going to try and catch up with some friends. I'm knocking on wood because I had the gall to book a tea time on Monday. And, of course, the weather looks like it's going to be rainy. Mm. But I figured since we're going to be off here on the station, I'm cross my fingers and see, see if we can maybe you can sneak a nine holes in get some golf in yeah and we've got we got our yard needs attention so that feels like a good weekend to do it are you in a hot dog kind of mood or a burger or uh, are you gonna go for something fancy uh don't know yet actually but to probably keep it pretty simple yeah if do you, do you ever do like salmon or anything like that yeah, yeah we eat fish from time <laughs> to time what are you asking <laughs> I don't know. What's appropriate for the day? Yeah, what's your favorite thing to eat? I mean, I'll take a burger and a dog. Well, I'd take a little Caesar's pizza myself. Oh, well, you do that, too, but you can't grill it up on your on your barbecue. Want a bit? Bag. Oh, I can try. Maybe I'll <laughs> refeed wondering, it Can that you way. do that? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's amazing on the Traeger. I'm not kidding. Really? Yeah. Austin, what do you... Pizza uh, on the Traeger? Yeah. You got anything planned? Uh, well... Last year, I went and helped my brother remodel his bathroom and fell through his ceiling. And so oh, yeah. that wasn't much help to him or me. <laughs> so this year, I'm going to take it easy and just pack up the house because right. we're on the way out of there. So. You are, you're just going to uh, you're going to be working all weekend. Yeah, the so witness uh, protection program begins Tuesday for me. So I got to pack up. 
Is that is it moving, Dave? Really? Yep. Oh. All right. Well, everybody, have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Toronto beats Milwaukee, and uh, Jake, you and I had predicted uh, a Bucks win. Didn't work out that way, and really, these games have not been very well played. Uh, I don't think so. No, I mean it's not stellar basketball. Now you can look at it like okay, some defense is being played or whatnot. But Milwaukee lost that game in two areas, where the margin is slim. One is at the free throw line. Toronto had almost twice as many free throw attempts as the Bucks did, thirty-one to eighteen. If that's in a close game, that's going to kill you. And, and and I guess coaches would tell you be more aggressive, get fouled, go to the line more. Uh, and the other area. Neither team was egregious in this uh, regard, but uh, uh, the Bucks had twice as many, just about twice as many turnovers. And in a tight game, that's going to hurt you. I thought one thing that I predicted at the beginning of the playoffs, I, I thought was evident last night, and that's Milwaukee's lack lack of experience in these types of situations. I mean, Kawhi seems just so calm and cool, and when it comes to winning time. He's, he's going to play at his best. Uh, Mark Gasol had that big uh, offensive rebound and, and came up with those key plays in those in those key moments. And, and of course, Van Vliet uh, was terrific coming yeah. off the bench. But, but Toronto looked to me like the, the team that had more experience and was more capable of operating under pressure. And then Milwaukee and Coach Budenholzer has had playoffs, but maybe he needs a little more experience too because they have not adjusted to what Toronto is doing defensively against Giannis at all, at all. And we know, Gordon, uh, you've known this forever, that a big part of playoff success is adjusting because in those seven-game series and you play the same team over and over again, you both know each other so well, yeah. you're going to take away what they do best. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the most average of coaches are going to be able to game plan when you're playing the same team over and over again. And I'm just surprised that they haven't adjusted to the way that Toronto's playing Giannis, which has been incredibly effective and has really flipped this series on its head. Yeah. Uh, ever since they started building that wall. And I can't believe that Milwaukee has has yet to adjust to it. They haven't been able to shoot. I mean, what did they, they shoot in that game last night? 30 or say 7? The Thir- Bucks? Yeah. Uh, from 3? No, overall. The Bucks uh, shot uh, last night 45.2%. Oh, did they? Yeah. All right. Well. And actually, the Raptors shot 36.9%. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, I, I still think the difference is at the free throw line. Really, you can't overcome that kind of, uh, in a closer ball game, maybe in a blowout, it doesn't matter. But in this particular game, uh, it was important, significant. And, Jake, i got to give the Raptors credit. i got to give Kawhi Leonard credit uh, for, because I really thought the Bucks were going to walk, not necessarily walk away with the thing, but at least win the thing. And move on. But it doesn't look like the Raptors are tough, man. How do you like uh, the uh, the literal answers that Kawhi gave to those questions? Uh, let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, these have been going around online, Twitter and whatnot. But Kawhi was asked, how do you beat the Bucks four times in a row? What was his answer, Jake? What was it? I don't know. I haven't done it. <laughs> then he was asked... 
You're one win away from the NBA Finals. What's this team's mentality? And he said, I mean, I haven't even gotten to the locker room yet. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I don't think they were really asking, you know, for that kind of literalism, but that's what he gave them. Can I tell you, I just think he should stay in Toronto. And stuff like this just reaffirms. I mean, why would you want to go to L.A. where it's nothing but drama? I mean, the whole town is built on drama. I'm just saying the vibe around everything L.A. is all this drama. And yeah, it comes nice with, Hollywood reference. And, and, yeah, it comes with a lot of spotlight, too. But he doesn't have the personality, I think, where a lot of spotlight is actually going to benefit him all that much. And did you see that, that uh, some zillionaire lives there in Toronto offered to pay his rent on uh, – on a penthouse the other day that cost like thirty five grand a month or something just so, wild. So okay, so he's getting free housing. He's getting free eats at every restaurant in oh, the town. Yeah. So I mean it's stacking up here. And in that regard, this may be the most important time in the history of this franchise. Oh, I think so. Because if they win this and they go to the NBA finals, then I think Kawhi's gotta look around and say, What more? Well, what more do I want? And that's the other reason I, I stay in Toronto if I'm Kawhi. I'll stay in the East. Stay in the East and, and beat up on all those hapless franchises that LeBron <laughs> made a living beating up on. <laughs> going to the finals every year? Going to the finals Suddenly every year. comes out West and nada. And I think Milwaukee is going to be a pretty formidable team for a while now as long as they can they can keep it together. But you you form a nice rivalry with them. As long as you can get past them, you're you're on easy street into the Eastern Conference Finals. In the West, well, I mean, we've seen it this, this playoffs. It's a, it's a slugfest. There are, there are 10 good teams in the West at least every single year. There's a good chance. I don't know this for a fact. I can't really say it automatically. But if the Jazz were in the East, they might still be playing. Oh, I, I think you could make an argument for Toronto's that. Toronto's really good, and so are the Bucks. But I just think, I don't know, uh, Jazz might uh, have a chance there. This whole thing is skewed in that regard. It is a little bit skewed. So if I'm quiet, I, I certainly think about those sort of things. But, I mean, L.A. is a market for guys like Magic Johnson who love to talk and be charismatic mm-hmm. and this and that. You know, Kawhi and his quirky, at best, personality. I don't know if you really want to cast a whole lot of spotlight onto yeah. that. Yeah. He might be better off almost like as your cult-following superstar. And maybe that's not as lucrative or, or whatever, but... I, I think he's got a good thing going in, tor- in Toronto. What's next? What's up with Kendrick Perkins? I saw this. He's, he was not a fan of Rudy making the All-NBA team. Yes, he was complaining about it. He thinks that Rudy does not belong on the All-NBA third team. Believes it should have gone to Carl Anthony Towns or even Anthony Davis. And he added that Rudy isn't even the best player on the Jazz which gets back to our conversation the other day. Which but, I, I don't think that's all that insulting. Donovan Mitchell's a really great player, whether you agree or not. There's, yeah, but the there, other you've stuff. You've got to say that what, there's what about the other debate. Um, see, the other stuff I think I, I'm surprised is coming from Kendrick Perkins because he was kind of more of a hard-nosed defensive player. But I do get annoyed when people fall in love with scoring. And Carl Anthony Towns is a fine scorer, but there are other parts of the game that make you valuable too. And his toughness and defensive acumen i think you can really call into question and anthony davis he was playing 
they were platooning him down the stretch. He yeah. was he was not even playing half of the games he was playing. And give me a break. He's a great talent. I mean, we'll all admit that and say that. But uh, given the circumstances, nah. Not this year. Not playing, the way things were. He was playing like 18 minutes a game yeah. for the entire back half of the season. And then Perkins comes out with, uh, well, Rudy wasn't even an all-star. Uh, and I just I think to myself, well, that's a, that was a joke, too. He should have been an all-star. So don't, uh, don't be I I disagree with uh, Kendrick Perkins. Yes, I do as well. All right, Jake, you mentioned this yesterday really briefly. Didn't really get into it. But... Athlon Sports issued its ranking of the best defensive lines in college football. And according to Athlon Sports, the Utes are the second best defensive front in the entire country. Let me give you the details of it. Auburn, number one. The Utes, number two. Clemson, number three. Alabama, number four, and Ohio State, number five. Whew. That's some heady company right there. Well, I think Utah has been establishing, you know, a lot of times rankings like that can have a little reputation sure. creep in there along with, you know, as they evaluate the players. And I think Utah's gone a long time cultivating a great reputation along the defensive line, and it's so deserved. And then you bring back everybody from last year, a defensive line that was crazy talented they've got speed on the ends they've got beef up front i mean there's <laughs> there's nothing to not love about utah's defensive line i i think that's a i i think that's about right i think they have a fo- top five d line in the country why that's, not that's going to be fun to watch this year yep because uh, look when these guys go through it a first or a second the more times you go through it usually the better you get every once in a while you'll see a player step back a little bit but these guys are, are so confident now that it's going to be fun to watch them. I'm, there are going to be games where teams just flat out can't run the ball against this defense. Yep. And the pass rush should be really, really good yeah. with, with Bradley and I. Bradley and so. I is a lot of fun to watch. You know, Remember some of those plays he made last year that were crazy athletic? I mean... Yeah. Well, and I know that he'll platoon a little bit on the other side, but Maxis Tuapai is, is an up-and-coming player. And then, you know, Lecky Fotu and John Penasini. I mean, yeah. they're, they're both pre- going to be preseason All-Pac-12 picks. I mean, there's a chance that on the preseason All-Pac-12 team, Utah might have three out of the four defensive linemen. Yep. In fact, you could make a strong argument they yeah. should have three out of yeah. the four defensive and linemen. And that's, uh, that's, that's nice to see for the Utes. All right, Jake. Today is... Uh, Someone's birthday, a musical artist, and I want to hear Austin in tribute to him sing a couple of his songs, see if he can replicate Bob Dylan, who turns 78 years young today. Mr. Robert Zimmerman? (laughs) That's not how he's known. It's Bob's birthday? Today, 78. Wow, that's great. 78 years old. Austin, are you up to the task? You know that I don't think much of his singing, right? Uh, well, uh, that's why, that's the whole point of this But it, being his, his birthday, shouldn't I, like, actually do something respectful? <laughs> if you can think of something that's better than you, who are, you're the musical knock, talent. Knock, knocking on heaven's door. What do you think? Well, I, I mean, uh, 
a, a, a for satire, a D for accuracy. <laughs> you got to admit, really? there, there are times when Bob, you hear him sing, and you've seen him in concert a number of times. Can you feel like? Well, you're just sort of like, hey, if you hear a melody somewhere in there, Bob, jump aboard. Knocking, knocking, knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> I think I've seen him seven times. Seven now. times? Yeah, really? I've seen Bob a lot. My brother and I are big fans. Mm. Last time I saw him was at the Eccles Theater, uh, and, and he was uh, put on really a good, good. show. He actually interacted with the crowd, right? A little bit. The, the most I've seen him interact with the crowd was one up at Deer Valley several years ago where uh, he actually danced. He talked to the crowd. I was like, <laughs> wow, what have you done with Bob Dylan? <laughs> but uh, uh, Bob's a treasure, man. I, he's one of my favorites. One of the best songwriters ever, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, uh, this is a story that I couldn't believe when I saw it, and I'm not 100% sure how it's going to turn out. But did you see the story that a a woman who's 102 years old is under suspicion, investigation, uh, for uh, of her 92-year-old neighbor, her murder? Jeez, this took a grisly turn. Well, I mean. So a 102-year-old lady murdered a 92-year-old lady? Who was her neighbor at a rest home in northern France. Jeez, what was the motivation? I have no idea. What was the motive, uh, (laughs) Detective Monson? I don't know. Why do they suspect her? That's got to be in there somewhere. I I mean, what are you going to do to a 102-year-old woman if she did do that? Walk her away for life, I suppose. (laughs) Take her cats away. I mean, it would be the only time that a murder would essentially be, what, six months? Well, you, I think you forfeit your right to freedom for the, your remainder, the remainder of your time. A man came home, according to CNN, and uh, thought his house had been burglarized. Okay. What it had been instead is cleaned. Somebody <laughs> broke into his house and cleaned his house. If somebody did that to my car, I'd think I'd been robbed, too. <laughs> it's probably his kids who have been begging him to get it cleaned. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not they, kidding. They, they I can totally little, sympathize with that. They put little flowers on the uh, the toilet paper rolls, the whole, the, the whole nine yards. If somebody were to – if I were to walk out after the show and somebody were to have cleaned my car, I absolutely would think I was robbed. <laughs> 100%. I, I totally get where this person is coming from. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. And I don't know. Somebody has a pretty good sense of humor there. So but. he so that guy obviously doesn't have one of those self-cleaning homes like you do. <laughs> you know, I was surprised at that. But uh, I suppose. <laughs> How did that conversation go the other day? Well, it's always clean. It just is. It just the clothes is. get put away. It's it a miracle. Is. No, I. I oh, we I, I asked put, you if you helped clean before you had your family over for Mother's Day. Yeah. And he said no. I said you didn't help clean. I helped clean after. And he said, "Well, the house is always clean. It is. It just is. Miraculously, just a clean house. <laughs> nobody does. Nobody does the vacuuming or the Windexing or any of that. It just spotless. No, I didn't say that. I know that someone's doing it. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, uh, This is a cool story. I I like this, actually. And uh, we'll get back to some sports items. But I love it when former presidents humanize themselves to some extent. What did Jimmy Carter do now? No, not Jimmy. It was Barack Obama 
He went, he showed up to play some football with kids at an after-school program in Washington, D.C. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, that's totally He's out cool. there, the kids are all high-fiving him, and he's winging the football around. That, I mean, I, mean he, I don't think, uh, think Burke's running for anything anymore, is he? I have no idea. I doubt it. It's just being a good dude. Just living the dream? Yeah. I like it, and the fact that it had a football involved, the kids were loving it. You know, that's it. people should do those kinds of things more. You know, people in positions of power and prominence, you know, go do something like that. The kids uh, love that stuff, and you might have a good time. He looked like he was having fun. Miles away, I try to find the words but don't know what to say. Just let me know right now if everything's okay. Five and 1280 The Zone. We're live here at Little Caesars in Kaysville. Come see us, 283 North Flint Street. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. We just had Blair come by during the break. Gordon, who thanked us for coming up to Kaysville. So a proud Kaysville-Linian. Does that sound right? I don't know who of who you speak. I, I didn't even uh, see this guy. Did he? Was- and and he suggested maybe we reach out to Lisa on the show and and solve the mystery of how much you help with the <laughs> with the house cleaning and housework in general. As I said, I didn't hear a thing. I we know, know she she actually, and this is one hundred percent true. She actually enjoys doing laundry. She yep. confirmed that uh, that fact to me once. But we could ask about the rest. <laughs> I don't know how detailed you get, really get want to like get. Get like a Gordon out of the 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 cleaning in the house. What percentage do you think? It, you, your so, house is. Oh, let me think about it. A hundred percent clean all the time. <laughs> how much of that is because of my co-host Gordon Monson? Yeah, I don't know, but that uh, little uh, drop that uh, Austin played there—that was when we asked her whether uh, she would uh, dump me. I think wasn't it, Austin? For a certain amount of cash. I think it was five billion. Yeah, hmm. and uh, we never got an answer. But I think a non-answer is an answer. <laughs> In this case, that might be. In this case, all right, Gordon. Where are we going on the list next? All right. Uh, you know, I want to underscore something else. We mentioned it briefly yesterday when Scotty came on, but uh, the zone under new ownership happened seven years ago yesterday. How about that? And, and, and the more I thought about that, the more, I mean. Bowler and I, we started the zone in 2001, uh, and it was, uh, you know, a labor of love. We built that thing up, and to have the Millers come along and buy it and uh, put everybody back, nearly everybody. Now, we did lose some guys along the way a little bit, but to put everybody back together again was pretty, pretty extraordinary. And what this station has grown into both as far as its place in the community and the talent that's on here and the people we've met and worked with through the years, just just stellar. stellar. Yeah, I came along in, I started interning at the Zone, Gordon, this feels crazy, but uh, in 03. Oh, really? So, okay. And I've spent my whole career on this radio station, even though we've had, what, three different ownership groups in the time that, uh, that I've been here. And I can tell you what, the, the transition into uh, becoming part of the Miller Group was it, it was uh, it was an interesting time because yeah. there was a lot of unknown out there. But I'll tell you what, it was the best thing that ever happened in this station. What they've done uh, done for us and the resources they've given us and the structure they've put in place to run it. I mean, it's it's such a great place to work, and yeah. the the crew we've got is 
awesome to work with. Even, you know, guys like Talon, our on-site engineer, who maybe uh, isn't on the mic all the time. Uh, you know, to our part-time producers, to um, our, our sales staff. I mean, it's just it's just pretty pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty Except great for Lloyd. Work. Except so, for Lloyd. True. So I, I just wanted to underscore that again. And, uh, Austin, you've been able to see it uh, as it has evolved from that day. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what your perspective is on it, but how would you describe it? Uh, I grew up a child of sports radio, and uh, I couldn't be more proud of where how sports radio has evolved and what this station has turned into to be a part of it. Man, it's a blessing. It's a gift. Well, I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, Austin, you do a fantastic job, and I know we give each other the business and all this crap back and forth, but really the truth is that everybody is valuable, and Austin, I think Jake and I would agree, tip of the cap to you for the job you do as yep. the executive producer. Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, what's the deal with climbers dying on Mount Everest because it's too crowded up there? Have you seen the pictures of the people lined up to try and summit? I, I saw the picture earlier today. I mean, how many people have died? Um, well, you say, what's the deal? Because, like it's- well, it's been a couple just recently. Just, and I, I mean, I get it that people fall off mountains and, and there's tough things that happen with weather and whatnot. But because of crowds... A man from Utah just perished yeah, a few days ago. That's right. I mean, I don't know. I, when I saw that picture, it looked like uh, people waiting in line trying to buy a, a hot dog at a, at a crowded concert or something. It's gotten out of hand, you're saying. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. People want to sum it. It makes a, a difference in their life in their life, but uh, I, I just don't know what can be done to limit that a little bit to avoid that kind of problem. That's up to the Nepalese government, wouldn't you think? Yeah, I guess. Did you see the story that uh, Clay Thompson's mom and, and uh, Iguodala's wife buy Thompson's clothes for him? That's awesome. Do you, do you, who buys your clothes? Uh, I mostly inherit my clothes from different random spots. Do you ever go clothes shopping? Very rarely. So, but does, I never get rid of clothes, so does, the need really isn't there. Does Naz ever go out and buy you something? Uh, because I've seen you look pretty dapper on occasion, so I'm assuming that she's the one doing it. Uh, there, there's gifts occasionally. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. Austin, do you uh, do your own clothes buying? I just wait till Kurt Thomas drops a big load of gear on the table, and I just scoop it all up and take it out with me. Just steal it. All right. Just a, a, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't even yeah, want it, really. Yeah, you know, I, I, I didn't. I didn't want it. I, 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 We've heard this story a hundred times. It was like somebody giving you a horse and you looking it in the mouth. You, all I know is you could have just left it sitting there on the table if you didn't want it. But, but, that, but then that would be an insult to the people giving it to and you. And following right? instructions. Being given to you. But, but see, that's where the miscommunication happened. Was there really a miscommunication? Yes. Why would I take something that I don't want? That's a, a question I've been asking myself for years now <laughs> about this very situation. <laughs> and it was all on film. It yeah. was all on film. That is true. Yep. I saw that security footage. I still, the most amazing thing about it was that the HR person who called me didn't say, hey, we saw you take the gear out of the studio. You know, what, what were you doing? Where is it? She, she said, did you happen to see some gear in the studio? So what you're saying is... Uh 
our, our fine HR person at the time, Debbie Bartow, equals the uh, investigation tactics of the BYU Honor Code. <laughs> I didn't know what I was being accused of. I didn't. Did you say, no, no. No, I, I said, yeah, I did take it. I, I said, I took it. If I'd been at BYU, I would have been suspended for a year. All or, right. or worse, I don't know. Howard Beck joins the show. Coming up next, we are live at Little Caesars Pizza here in Kaysville, 283 North Flint Street in Kaysville. And, of course, you know the day after any Salt Lake Bees win, you win a free pepperoni extra most bestest pizza with the purchase of a custom round two-topping pizza. you got to do it online uh, over the mobile app. Uh, use the promo code SLBs. And uh, you'll get hooked up with that free pizza. Or you could just come on in, grab it hot and ready. It's one of the best parts of, of Little Caesars. You come in and say hi know, to us. Yeah, say hi to us. You don't have to wait long. You can just march out with a piping hot pizza. Take that home to the fam. Or do what I do and just consume the whole thing yourself. Come on by. Tell us who buys your clothes for you and who cleans your house. All right. <laughs> we'll have <laughs> Howard Beck next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.